0: Welcome to Victory, the podcast. I am Doug Ellen. I'm Kevin Dillon. Victory! And we are very privileged tonight because we got a special guest. We got Jerry Ferrar in the house today. Jerry Kidd. Let me
1: tell you, I am so sad I am not in the room with you guys right now. Hearing Dillon say victory just almost brings a tear to my eye. <laughs> I think back to shooting on sunset boulevard where a bus full of like lacrosse players almost flipped the bus over screaming
2: <laughs> victory right. seeing us filming that's on right.
1: sunset boulevard it's dialogue so cafe dialogue cafe dialogue cafe that's that was right. the
2: moment wow. we kind of knew the the show was a hit in a way right no we i like, knew
3: before
1: that
2: yeah, little bit, little <laughs> <bit> <laughs> when before i that.
3: came on you
1: know,
2: it was a hit. <laughs> that's kevin so conley signed on well that's it, when i knew i had a show. catchphrase which was kind of cool to have a catchphrase yeah
0: I was talking about it yesterday, Jerry, where I knew we finally had a hit on uh, Pardon My Take podcast. And I said it was in Vegas when you walked out at the Hard Rock and people started screaming turtle. I didn't understand yeah. what was happening. I didn't know if someone was pranking us or what was going on. But
1: I was afraid. I, I remember, first of all, I'm like, why'd you guys plant the extras over there, shall turtle? Like, uh, <laughs> ha ha, very funny. And then I yeah. started realizing, I'm like, that's a whole part of the pool area we're not. Using and then I remember walking back like we were shooting and and I don't know who I was talking to was just like shit people are like are watching this thing like
2: I I was like come on man don't tell me you don't smoke
0: (laughs) and you don't smoke Jerry anymore nothing right
1: nothing no I I don't anymore (laughs) but let me tell you there's there's no. Face more disappointed yes. than when a die-hard entourage fans like, "Yo, Terry won't go smoke," and I'm like, "Ah, <laughs> no, buddy." The, the disappointment that washes over their face uh, is is it's ridiculous. You
3: say, "I know it's not as exciting," but Connolly smokes.
0: <laughs> By the way, that's Kevin Connolly, businessman. If you look at his Instagram, don't he's fuck listed as a bis- go fuck yourself. Businessman, fuck yourself. And, and a giant- the fucking eighth grade girl <laughs> of Instagram,
3: shut the fuck up. I, it has been there for a long time. I don't, like, write my life story I, in my profile. So. I, I guess I just, I just
2: noticed it, but yeah. I I always thought it was actor, director, and you changed it, which is, yeah, makes sense. But no, yeah. yeah, he's a no, businessman. It was and, never
3: I, actor, director. It's been businessman and forever. And I got to tell you, the most
0: tragic thing about Jerry not being in the room right now is because, and people keep asking on Instagram, why is Jerry not a part of this? Well, first of all, we can't afford him. But second of all, if we could, and Jerry lived out here, of course Jerry would be a part of it. So it's like, we got the boys right now, and this is great. What Jerry's missing here, though, is Kevin Conley has now become, he's kind of doing my job on Entourage. He has to wrangle us. He has to yell at us to get in position and start talking <laughs> and stuff. And it's it's pretty interesting how flustered. He's he the meathead now.
3: Yeah, he's, he's the, the meathead. meathead in the booth. I'm, yeah, I'm not flustered, but you really, you're all over the place, bro. Like you're going to be
0: alive without
2: like King texting meathead.
3: fucking Andrew <laughs> left for the next
0: fucking 30 minutes. <laughs> so Jerry, let's talk while we got John. We're going to get into episode four and maybe even before that, because I want to talk to you about some of that stuff. But so, but and I got
2: to do your podcast too, Jerry. I'll tell, we're we gonna keep, do the home and home, Dylan. We'll get Let's it going. By the we'll way, it's go. almost
1: like great hype. I almost don't want you to do it now because the amount <laughs> of people ask me all the time, like, "I'll be when a bit the disappointment." Is Dylan coming on? <laughs> it's great hype. So much hype.
0: Dylan is hard to lock down. Always been difficult to lock down. And actually, Dylan, as long as we're talking today, Dylan. Unfortunately had a little bit of a tragedy this morning, which Ugh. we should take a moment to talk about and, and some of you may not know. Kevin Dillon is a sensitive animal lover. What happened to you today?
2: Well, it was really well, first of all, I had a chicken die recently, but I mean, that's not a, the end of the world. I have a bunch of chickens. But I woke up this morning and I went into the room and I stepped on a baby duck, I believe, that we that fell in our pool and imprinted oh. on Shannon. Shannon's been taking care of this. She's been crying all morning. I had to bury oh. this poor little duck. It got out of the box. It shouldn't have been on the floor. I mean, you stepped on, the m- stepped on a uh, duck. stepped on a duck. By the way, that's just, a bad I, feeling. I mean, just a, like a, even a duckling. The, I'm talking about four or five days old. Any uh, uh, little thing that got in our pool. But so Someone left too, that box but, uncovered. So let's face it. Well, the it. box, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, he shouldn't have been on the floor.
3: But <laughs> that just must have felt weird in your toes as well. I you didn't, know, even, were you embarrassed? To be honest with
2: you, I'm not 100% sure I did it because I didn't even feel it well uh, who I else feel, did it but I you got mean, any cameras neck broken, you got a nest so... cam
0: back there maybe we could look at it the, little... the
2: neck was broken i don't know what else could have broke the neck
3: yeah the you step but... yeah you stepping on him bro uh, like, but uh, but dude, listen uh, obviously no kevin is an <laughs>
1: animal lover
2: we all he is. yes yes uh, i love animals love animals but... yeah. wait that is didn't you, you find
1: know a cat you got... on the golf course mulligan
2: yeah yeah my cat mulligan mully yeah, yeah she passed on to the coyotes got her a lot of coyotes in malibu so
0: let's talk about the first time you met these guys. Like, was there a feeling you go in with, you know, we talked about, as you remember, the famous story where, where Dylan asked Adrian what football team he likes. Jets Giants, and Giants, and Adrian says he doesn't like football. Dylan was, We're off. Start. So, Jerry, you meet these guys, and, and did you feel like we had something at the beginning, or how, what was your feeling with it?
1: Well, I remember meeting Dylan long even before the the testing process, where I think it was at. It might have been at you know, like Sheila's office or leverage. Like, yeah, it was, way, it was way way like on Pico.
2: On. i like on 20, Pico. i like Pico. Yeah, yeah, mooched yeah. Your whole pack of cigarettes, yeah, my Smoke? whole
1: pack of cigarettes. <laughs> Dylan's like, let me get one. Hey, can I get, get another, Chief? Let me get one for the road. Uh, let me get two. There's some traffic. <laughs> let me Make get one for I'm my ear. <laughs> It's funny because now nobody smokes anymore. That's the one I good know. part of that story. And then also, I did one episode of a series Dylan was on called That's Life, which oddly enough, of like the 50 episodes that show shot, I was not the only one Dylan wasn't in. He did
2: 49 <laughs> that. of 50. True that. Yeah. I, I, know I was not the only yes. one he wasn't
1: in. Yep. But I already was like super cool. I, I went with Dylan. I'm like, wow, this guy's awesome. But the testing process, I will never forget. Going in, it was me, Kevin, and Kevin. And I, Adrian wasn't there. Uh, he sent in a tape. It was another actor for for Vince. And then we did a couple of scenes together. And it was the first time, too, in that testing room, which is super stressful, I heard laughter. So it's almost like, Doug, and no, I know you were trying to be supportive laughing. No one else is laughing. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how funny you are. You could have, like, Dice Clay in his in his prime. No one's laughing. It's like they're trained right, to not right. laugh. And the first time the three of us got together... We heard some last. I yeah. think Dylan called me E, and I called. We didn't really know who each other. No, I remember <laughs> that. We like
3: line up in these chairs, and you're like, okay, you're just still putting it together. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I believe we all were like looking around the room like, OK, OK, that's oh, so trauma.
2: Yuri. <laughs> yeah.
1: After everyone got the parts and stuff like that, I know Wahlberg set up like a a, a club night for us at Joseph's. <laughs> right. And I'm 22 or 23 years old. i had been to some clubs, but I was definitely not cool enough to get into Joseph's at that point. <laughs> so I remember like, yeah, me come to Joseph's 10 o'clock. whole cast is coming. It'll be a good time. I'm like, all right. And I roll up and I'm like, huge line outside the place. I'm like, am I supposed to go up to the security dude and be like, yeah, Mark, I'm here to meet Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> this guy's going to laugh at me. <laughs> I must have sat across the street staring at the line for a half hour before I got the courage up. And I walked over and I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, Jerry, I'm here to meet Mark. And they were like, come right in. And literally those velvet ropes opened up and it felt like from that moment, we all had some drinks and hung out. And right before we shot, the pilot. I think we went to your apartment, Connolly, Right? Weren't you there? I'm like La Cienega. Didn't we we like, did it. We did it. The and, like, four of us lines and have some dinner yeah. and stuff.
3: The four of us did a reading of the pilot at that building on La Cienega and Fountain yep. Yep. out on the balcony. Four of us sat around. Yep.
0: And and this was a a process because we found Jerry pretty early and we knew he was much younger. Than everybody else, so Jerry, you remember like you
2: could say to me
0: <laughs> probably than, probably than you the old guy over here. <laughs> but Jerry, do you remember we went to Al gelato the the like the night before oh the test? God. I think got you like what'd you wear the Jerome Bettis jersey? And we're like
1: I, I literally thought I was going into it like I i am not going to get this because they're good like some stupid reason like because I'm too young. I was already like had a bad attitude about it. I had a chip on my shoulder. um And I I don't think it got off to a good start for me with the test. I remember just being fucking nervous. Dylan, of course, like just looked super calm. I don't know if you were nervous, Dylan. It didn't
2: look like I was nervous. Yeah, screen test. You can't can't do a screen test and not be nervous. You you eased up
3: when I told you you were the only one reading for the role.
2: It did help when Kevin said, by the way, there are no other dramas here. You're the only guy. So I was like, oh,
1: okay.
0: When did you start in the business? How old are you?
1: Uh I well I'm forty now, so Whoa. I started wow. when Just, I was eighteen. I'm forty. That's why wow, right. I can't hurry it By great.
0: the way, I wasn't even asking how old you are, but I'm I don't know why. I thought you were thirty five, I guess I'm realized I'm, <laughs> I'm two, but I I meant how old were you when you started?
1: Oh oh uh I was about eighteen. Funny trivia. I was an extra in the pilot episode of Sex in the City. You could really? actually see me awesome. briefly. Wow. Uh, i was 18 years old by the way that's a great LA.
0: screenshot post for yeah. instagram yeah we got to see Doug will be happy to uh, repost. I, I, it. <laughs> you can find it you can post. hopefully it. the businessman can get somebody second. to find that for us
1: but yeah i was probably about <laughs> 18 or 19 when i at 19 i came out to la and i had this really fun cycle of like whenever i get like a nice little guest star or a co-star you know i'd make my five or six grand i would go quit whatever job i was where i was working in the valley as a waiter and then i'd, I'd be unemployed for three months, I'd run out of money, and I go beg for my job back. It happened like nine times. <laughs> and then
0: that's awesome.
1: I remember sitting in a in a I think it was like a seven eleven parking lot after the test. And knowing like, all right, I, I really think that this show is going to be on for a while. I think this is going to work. I really hope I get this. And you called me and you were like, you got the part. We start shooting in two weeks. Congrats. Like get ready to go to work. So it'd be fun. I just sat there for, I think like 10 minutes. And then I went and got a Slurpee and I, I think I smoked a <laughs> joint and I celebrated myself that night. Uh, nice. Nice. But uh,
0: It's a wild process. Yeah. But you thought you had, you had high hopes for it. Cause I didn't. I, I didn't. did only
1: because I remember too. Like I just you got to remember what HBO even was back then. Like I knew obviously their pickup process was a whole thing, but they didn't pick I had a good up a feeling.
0: lot of shows. Right, right, right. and they usually I, I just, they usually didn't cancel stuff. So I guess that's true.
3: Well, they right. they usually would give comedies two seasons right let's jump into episode four all right so let's uh, get the date. Brushing night.
1: up on it a little bit knowing that we might talk about that one that was you know head-on coming out but we're up against the pixar squirrel yeah. if you recall yes and, and that would that really started the like we're gonna always crash these dates no matter what i think that was the first time dylan like <laughs> you and i did the like listening up against yeah, yeah, the door yeah. to Let's see what's what going he was
2: on. saying yeah. we are like you pussy <laughs> because the first time we did that yeah was that episode, we, we continue like to do that to do it. for eight more
0: seasons but i like that you see also in that when i watched it back now because you know i know a lot of people talk about vince's character and i'm not talking about adrian's acting everybody knows how good he is but vince's character was underdeveloped but when i watched that episode i really see the guy who's actually in charge who kind of thinks he's like julius caesar who's just making people do stuff to entertain him so he's nervous about this movie opening so he's like you know what we're gonna do we're going to ruin this guy's date and he's going to make it as absurd as possible and turtle is always up for fun who's going to get a limo and he's taking pictures like it's prom night but just before we jump into the episode because i think it's interesting we've all had it including all of us together on the entourage movie but opening nights what kind of feelings do you have when you have a movie coming out like what kind of that you're in no matter how big a part you're in it's a pretty anxiety ridden thing you know
1: the, the few movies I've, that I've been a part of, cause I've not been a part of the opening night thing all that much, but, um. And even experience it for the first time really, I think, was with the movie Think Like a Man, where it's actually like I had like a sizable part in a movie where it's just, you know, everyone's giving you their opinion of like it's gonna do this, it's gonna do that, tracking this, tracking that. So I I think that this was the first time on TV that you really I know we saw behind the scenes stuff with the Vince character in the first three episodes, but the release of a movie and the stress that comes with it and how it's handled, that is the first time you've seen it on television. And the fact that like the Vince character's like superstitious almost, you right. know, even when Aquaman does come out later. It's like, we go to the Valley, we go to the same theater. I was learning at that point through the show. I was so young and green and didn't know anything. I was like, almost being like, wow, is that really how it's going to go? And then how like, I remember at the end of the episode when like Ari twists it to be like, it's the number one live action movie, which (laughs) is very much what an agent would do. Yeah. You always give the client good
0: news. And so, by the way, one of my favorite moments in in the episode is because it, it, it's not just that it's funny, but it shows Turtle's character when you yell to Jay Janone, who's, who's yeah. one of Wahlberg's boys, who was in the pilot. But he pulls up to the theater. They see this big line and they want to know if they're waiting for Head On and they're not. They're watching the Pixar movie and and Jerry says his line, which is great. But I think you that threw movie that sucks. Line it. I don't some... think
1: that was scripted and you threw that one to me.
0: Really, you know, you it, like it, or you were like ruin the movie
1: for them. What, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, That movie's terrible. Like, well, go what, see Head On. Yeah, think was... Or something like, well, Bambi the mother dies, so
0: let's rob from Bambi. Say the mother squirrel dies in the end. That's so great! I love the whole crowd is like, oh, Doug, Doug,
3: you're 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 right. Like it, but it lands on the movie star, right? Whoever gets the biggest paycheck for that movie is the person sweating bullets. Yeah, they're the one. when I was doing, I was doing John Q, and Denzel Washington got annoyed at me. and He said, "If this movie bombs, you think they're going to be asking what's wrong with Connolly? No, they're going to be saying what's wrong with Denzel." I said, "Okay." Point taken. That makes sense. (laughs) Touche.
1: Touche. I got a question for Dylan. Did you keep the drama
2: bowling ball? (laughs) Dude, I wish I did. I wish I'm gonna, I'll, make you I, I'll make another one. if I, will make you a replica. If I could redo everything, I would have kept so many things. I would have kept the. Uh, you, the just Viking walk quest you just I You just walk
3: right out with it. I did
2: it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to make take? one. I'm Kevin, really what gonna did make you steal from? Ball. What
3: did
0: you steal from the
2: show?
3: I stole my e from my office desk, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I think I might have swiped the putter. But I, I said, you know, whatever. I made sure yeah,
2: I wanted that putter. It. You can have it. Yeah, there was no. You don't even use it. He doesn't even use it. Putter. What I really wanted was the car. I wanted the Lincoln. So I was going to buy the Lincoln. Connolly talked me out of it.
3: It's hilarious because Dylan really is smart. He's a smart businessman. Dylan's like. I'm going to put that on my
2: Instagram. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's fucking hilarious. Kevin and Kevin. (laughs) Businessmen. Shut the fuck up. Oh, Dylan's like, you know what I'm
3: going to do? I'm going to buy this car and then I'm going to rent it to production. And make production pay for it. And and then it's going to be worth a fortune when the show's done. I said, I think that's a terrible idea. (laughs)
0: <laughs> by the way Dylan's the type he, he would corner the market on all of the lincolns and then really like overcharges for that car it would have been a nightmare we,
2: we were <laughs> no, lo- no no we no lo- I would have given it a fair price that guy was paying so
0: next you guys go out on a date we learn a lot about Turtle in this episode one you really had a hard time getting dates even in high school <laughs> there was the, the prom date excuse, you know, where he said she had food poisoning. And I think you get a lot of what became lovable about Turtle. And Jerry, people, do you remember? They used to come to the set. And you were thinking, oh, they're coming for Vince. They're coming for Vince. i like, where's Turtle? These, these beautiful women would all be wanting to know where Turtle is. So he kind of became like this little cute cult figure, you know? And Jerry, uh, remember
3: <laughs> when Jessica Biel was like, I were going to date anybody. I'd date Turtle. I, I felt like somebody <laughs> fucking hit me in the chest with a sledgehammer. <laughs> I was devastated.
1: And I, I think I literally just like put my head down and was like, oh, all right, I'm going to go. i do not believe that that really just happened. Yeah.
3: You know, obviously Dylan had tons of great moments, but Jerry, you and I have talked about this. We were in that date night, and Kevin comes down the stairs with the bodybuilder, and he goes, Look at these pythons. <laughs> she kicked I, all
2: your asses. I was like, This guy's
3: fucking, this guy's gonna have a run. I knew that was what that I was knew an for improv, sure. by the
2: way. That was a little improv. I mean, I don't
1: recall It really I don't recall was that. happening <laughs> like, like once an episode at that point. And I know you guys talked about the Jimmy Kimmel episode of Still Not Over Dylan taking the stock like a trout pond line I didn't for really me.
2: take it, we
1: though, talked- Jerry. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Kevin had his side. Let's hear Jerry. What yeah. happened, Jerry?
1: Here's my side. As I remember, now, this is this is some years. I don't remember things like I used to. But that line, which was, I got a laugh at the table read, <laughs> which, which is always a good sign. Yeah, absolutely. And then... You know, because we had to wait for that scene because it was like a dusk nighttime scene. So I remember we did a rehearsal and we took like a two-hour break before we could shoot for the light. So in the run-through, I did... Again, Connolly laughs. It's a great line. And I don't know if Dylan stole it as also as much (laughs) as Doug. I want to say someone... Either try to say, because I remember one point, Doug, I think you either were covering for Dylan or you said, no, that was supposed to be his line. Is that true?
0: What I recall, and again, we're all like,
2: this story's like, I wrote come that up. I Kevin love that and this and one Ryan line guitar, is like, set I, I got to say this. I didn't even want the line. I, <laughs> I, I, I did. I wouldn't want to take your line. I never would. Ta- nobody's
0: upset Shh. about taking the line, but we're just talking about what actually officially happened. What I believe happened. This is my memory of it. I remember Connolly telling me it felt like a drama line. And then as I, that's what I remember. I could be wrong. I remember suggesting
3: that maybe it was a misprint. That was the only thing I said. Okay. I wasn't all suggesting. All right, so a misprint. Oh, uh, you guys sorry.
0: know me. When you guys put something in my head, I start to obsess about it. So then all night, as I remember it, I'm hearing drama saying it, turtle saying it, and then it, it started feeling, the wording of it felt more like a drama line. It's going to be funny whether Jerry said it and or not. And I think he would
2: have nailed it just as well. It would no, have been the same.
1: No, I disagree. I think it's way funnier as a drama line.
0: I, don't <laughs> I don't know.
2: I
3: don't know. By the way, I thought, let's
0: have a showdown right now. <laughs> let's showdown. Jerry, let's hear it. It, it. You know what? It is because just like Turtle blowing the movie for everybody, I think. That's much funnier than if drama does that. But I don't see Turtle with his own bowling ball. You know what I mean? So I think there's something about like, yeah, stocked yeah. like a trout pond. I don't even know if I wrote that line. That might have been a Larry Charles line. Um, but it is kind of interesting. Great line. It yeah. is it Great is line. interestingly worded. And I think I think Connolly was right. And Connolly wasn't really I do remember it. I'm playing like I don't. Conley wasn't really I suggesting. I like it. where this is, is going. Bro.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there really is no personal. Well, that, first of all, that, drama anything, and Kimmel. Knew each other really right. well. So right. he might it, know about the that. The point
3: right. is that I was saying is that, you know, Jerry and I were talking about this the other day. Like if season five, it's like, well, yeah, fuck yeah. do whatever you yeah. want. But in you know, episode three, your jokes, not that I ever had a joke, but if I did have a joke, <laughs> I wouldn't want somebody to take it, you know? He's been Don't complaining so about
2: mad. he's been complaining about his writing. Jerry, I felt years. bad though. I felt you know I did. I was like, dude. Listen, hey.
0: Kevin, we know you're sensitive. We know the duck is still upsetting you. But the fact of the fucking matter is, is it wasn't a personal thing. And like I say, Jerry, when Jerry hits his lines that are turtle characters, they feel right. And it starts to, you know, some of the things we talk about in the episode, it's like, you know, Ari's going to E at the end of the episode. Like I'm thinking about hitting my assistant. We know after eight seasons (laughs) that that Ari was never cheating on his wife and he was not that kind of guy. And we were all still trying to find who the characters are and what they are. Also,
3: Doug, are yeah. we willing to lay claim? Jerry and I also spoke about this. Are we willing to lay claim that we did the first FaceTime scene on television
0: with Ian Ari? I believe that's what happened. Wow. And, and wow. also, you know, we took some people's heat for like being like the show that threw in a lot of products we didn't have product placement we basically were putting stuff that we loved so if jerry was using a product or you were or or music if kevin Dillon had the kings of leon before i heard of them we try to figure out a way to get stuff in that we liked and
1: like seeing like emily dropping off like a box of scripts those are words that will never get said again no yeah. one will ever get a box of scripts to read. There's one I anything, think that was like, email. Yeah,
2: I, mean, I mean, it was mail, yeah. fan mail, right? But, was it fan mail? It was, oh, no, there was, oh, fan mail. It was
1: fan mail. Yeah,
0: it was right. fan but, mail. But there were also scripts shopped up, but one person might still get that because that was Kevin Dillon, who even, we were in the email age, but Kevin Dillon would not take a script by email. So every day, and he lived <laughs> literally, he lived somewhere. an hour out in Malibu. So somebody had to drive out every night. He's like, I, I don't work email. I don't have a, you don't have a cell phone. copy, like, bro. 2010
2: Yeah, I, I did have one for, entourage but the uh the whole time, i just got one you, i got like the, rarely, i got the nice it. razor i love the razor. my
3: favorite thing about kevin to this day is how not dependent he is on his cell phone unlike no uh he, your partner it, in crime in there doug ellen who the,
2: like has it hooked up to a, a heart valve as a matter of fact <laughs> i better turn it off right now i left it on nobody's even calling me so it's not <laughs> Yeah, a <big> like deal. <laughs> you're gonna return it anyway
0: dylan is one of the most difficult people to track down get in touch with love you like a brother but you know no, no he,
2: i answer the phone you call me straight up i answer Really? You do now. You do. I always have.
3: Dylan's the one guy that you're almost better off. Initially, trying him on the landline. Yeah,
0: yeah, hit me on the landline. You know what? I though, still I, got a landline. We're gonna start talking. Well, yeah, well, we you already talk. speak I, I, on the fair. phone endlessly. That's true. Kevin and I talk. Kevin's a good phone talker. Actually, it's, we get we get good stories when you talk to Kevin. You know yeah. what
1: else? I remember yeah. in the episode real quick a sneaky good Johnny drama moment, which I thought did a lot for your character. Is you know you're you're dating, you're with the girl who uh, and you're having this like great <laughs> the, yeah, you're just flexing on everybody. But then when like the fan comes up to you at the club and she like chases. The girl away, you're like, hey, 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 can't do that to the fans, baby. Uh-huh. You don't uh-huh. cheat the fans that way.
0: Yeah, like Johnny yeah, Jones yeah, yeah. had
1: such a high regard for the fans. Well, like, that's that was what he's it. all about. You that's it, what he's
0: all, you all about. And to, what, what, to the fans? Awesome. So in this episode, which I love, I really do watching it now as, as more of just a fan, having nothing to do with it. Jerry finding that picture, Jerry. Calling that girl is so, to me, what the whole show is. It's just like these guys are in a fantasy land. This this regular guy from Brooklyn who could never kind of experience these beautiful women without this movie star suddenly is taking a psychotic fan. So I wanted to discuss with you Entourage season two premiere. I had a good friend who asked if they could come with their wife. They came. Is that when you had
3: alcohol poisoning? <laughs> <laughs>
0: By the well, way, we, we the, called the it a hangover. He was it was at my club. in sugar virus. in New York City. By the way, if you want to get into that story, we can get into that. But that was – we were supposed to do the um, a photo shoot for – USA Today. USA Today. Doug's
3: unavailable because he's got
0: alcohol poisoning. I mean, I had Ke- – had the <laughs> Kev- premiere. I had Kevin Dillon holding me over his bar while I think Jerry was pouring a bottle down my throat. That's how I remember it. But it was, <laughs> yeah, it was a bad happened. day. It yeah. was a bad day. But this story was – so my friend and his wife come um, – about a week later, I get a letter from her that's addressed to Mark Wahlberg. Okay? Have I ever told you this? Connolly knows this. And I think this Jay just, is fucked up. Bro. I mean, and this is a friend's wife. And basically, it's a three-page handwritten letter that she met Mark at the premiere. She had a connection with him that she's never had with anybody in her life. Oh, my God. And she thought, she should go for it. And it well, was she
3: also felt that it was oh, being reciprocated. Yes. They had a connection.
0: They wow. had a connection, a once-in-a-lifetime connection. And I got this letter. She wanted me to pass it along. Obviously, I did not. It was a very difficult decision for me whether I call my friend and tell him about this, which I ultimately told his best friend who did with what he wanted. 15 years later, they're obviously divorced because she's fucking bad shit crazy. <laughs> but I wanted to talk to you guys about, and I know Connolly definitely has a story, but any like celebrity crazy things, it doesn't have to be women or dating but what's the kind of weirdest thing that, that, that someone brought to the table. I know Connolly went out with a girl who claimed she'd never seen the show and then was calling you E the entire night after two drinks, but look. Yeah,
3: it was less than two drinks. I believe we were still in her driveway. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh my God. And what happened? This is a- It was weird because when she got in the car, we're backing out of the driveway and she said, I thought I heard her say E. And I was like, what? That was, wow <laughs> fuck man, the car is still in reverse. I'm not even out of the driveway yet. And then we're driving a little further down the line a second time, and I'm like, fuck, man, I'm going to have to say something. I got to tell her. I, I can't go, I can't do this all night.
2: You hate that. You hate being called <gasps> well, A.
3: Uh, I, I was on a date. Fair um, enough. I was yeah. on a date with a girl that didn't know <laughs> my real name. That's a, that's a problem. She also said she hadn't seen the show, as I recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, I hope it doesn't bother you uh, that I haven't seen the show. I was like, no. I just uh, run with it. I didn't you ask. call me Johnny all
2: you want. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but finally, I said to her, you know. Uh, they
2: been call me Matt, now they call, you know, Matt, Johnny, whatever. Whatever works. Drama works.
3: Yeah. Well, it was a pretty girl and it was first date she claimed to never seen the show and then called me e4 times i finally took my driver's license out <laughs> put it down on the table and slid it to her and said that's not my name
0: nice power move <laughs> so there was not another date or what was it a <laughs> one?
3: no it <that> was <laughs> a one
0: time <laughs> so anything from you guys anything weird you know any weird To be honest, most of the weird shit comes from dudes. It's always dudes. It's always dudes.
2: Most of the weird shit
1: comes from dudes, but I remember being on a date with a girl who was talking entirely too much and asking too many questions about Adrian. (laughs) And I'm like, he's a great guy. At one point, it was as far as like, do you want his number? What are you asking me for? So essentially, I think this girl literally agreed to go out with me just to like, Get one step closer to maybe meeting Adrian. That surely happened. Uh, I've had guys like roll up with their cars, be like, "Yo, get in. We got like we got four blunts going." And there is a part of me that's like, that would be such a fun story. But then there's another part of me like, you'll probably murder me, and I'll be dead. So I'm gonna skip all that. Well, it's funny but that you bring. The- it's
0: funny that you bring that thing up with Adrian because I we were talking about that scene at the pool in the pilot where you're with the girl and you, Turtle doesn't care. Whatever works for him is fine. If he has to show, you know, a girl where Vince eats breakfast, that's fine. Whatever works. But what I remember about that day, you were sick. I mean, oh, you were God, you man. were
2: really bad, and, and I'm you just... had to make out with that poor girl as sick <laughs> as you were.
1: <laughs> Connolly, this is where like I learned a lot about Connolly. He kind of became like in a weird way, like a, a big brother because. We're shooting these stuff. I, you know how it goes. We're shooting for hours. I was so. I've never been that sick. I don't think in my life. You were I shivering had been in like two days. There was like one point where Connolly literally threw in the towel.
2: He's like, he's done. Get this I'm, guy I'm, out I'm, of the I'm, pool. Like, Get this, this guy out, out of the, the pool. freezing cold pool. pool. No, and do you remember really there were no wet towels wet for us towel. at the end? We had no budget. There was no budget for towels.
1: I'm getting dried with wet towel. Like, and I'm just like, I'm shivering. I'm green. I. And we like, had guys, a walk. I,
2: we had a walk back to the trailer with Back the trailer. Well, Luckily
1: Jer- it kind of went away quick but that was bad.
0: Jerry comes to the show and Jerry is he's a heavy guy. He eats a lot yep, of food. He smokes a lot of pot. Now Jerry Conley knows where I'm going. We, and Jerry Con- knows where you're going with it, too. Yeah. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. So Connelly and I had the joke because Jerry gave some stats about No, it. he knows.
3: Jerry knows where we were going. Jerry
0: I'm gave on. some basketball stats. Jerry gave some yes. stats. Whatever they were, I don't want to make them up whether they were 22, 22 and 10. 22 and 10. Oh, my God. I think it was 22 and 10. Wow. All right. Whatever it was. 22 and 10. Wow. So I'm being very serious. For 10 years, Connelly and I, I consider Jerry like my little brother. It's probably the only time we've really talked behind his back. But what we talked about <laughs> is that Jerry says he's 22 and 10, which is the most fucking ridiculous thing. (laughs) Now I ran a basketball game for years. Sherry starts coming to my game. He's heavy, but, he actually, you know, boy. Jerry looks like things can happen. But then Jerry, the fact that you don't have a health podcast is amazing. Jerry completely transforms his body. And then Jerry starts coming to this basketball game. And he's kind of like Muggsy Bogues' size. But Jerry starts fucking really <laughs> balling. So I have to apologize for the times that I have talked behind your back. I still don't know about 22 and 10, which is like Barry Davis. <laughs> he would have <summer>, gotten but- <laughs> a Division One scholarship <laughs> if he was but doing By the way, I wasn't playing 10. at
1: Crossroads High School. Like. <laughs> like this is like CYO eighth grade basketball. I didn't say I averaged like twenty two and ten against Steph Marbury my senior year. <laughs> Listen, I have articles. I have <laughs> box scores. I will share them. I just read a great article the other day. I found in the library about a game winning shot with one second left on the clock that I I will a buzzer you, beater. Like, Jerry's oh, no, a right. good athlete. No, no, Jerry.
0: Is, a good athlete. Jerry a great is an jumper. excellent basketball player, and it's it's kind of one of those things when you look at pros and you say they're out of shape. That how much better could they be? Jerry blew me away at that, so I apologize for that negative
2: talk. Oh, behind Also, your back. too, remember Jerry, the flag football? You went off in flag football, Jerry. I would you also like, like. I would Super also Bowl? like
3: a little. I would also like a little credit when the episode that I season seven. I I'm the we said to Jerry. We cut those sleeves off. Tuck your shirt in. And let's fucking show them what you've been doing, right, yep. Jerry? Yes. Again, yes, again, like
1: my boxing trainer Connolly. Like it was the scene, and again, not this was not a product placement thing. This was a cool thing that one of the guys. It was, I think, the We Fit or the Xbox. It was We Fit. One of those, yeah, the workout. Yep. We or whatever it was. It was one of the workout things connected to the TV, which we were using in the scene which was not product placement it's like something turtle used to work out so we're getting ready to shoot that scene and Connelly's directing the episode i remember my mom was on set that day too my mom was visiting from new york and we're like we're running through it or whatever and then Connelly, just like pulls me aside like, come here come here i want to try something do you trust me i'm like i yeah of course i trust you but what are you what are you saying i'll be right back he, i hear it was amy westcott or i don't know who it was on wardrobe he comes back with a scissor
0: <laughs> this, like, this is like can't, can't buy me love with like Ronnie. Miller. This does. is like can't buy me love, ripping the sleeves. We gave it. We ripped the sleeves off,
1: cutting away at my <laughs> sleeves. He tells makeup, "Like go get some baby oil." <laughs> get baby. We wet the him the down and we do do top lit him. He starts like low my arms up.
2: You baby spray oil in down. the trailer. This is getting weird.
1: He's spraying <laughs> me down. He's like, "We're gonna fucking top light you. You're gonna look like you're gonna look fucking jacked." And sure enough, if you go back and look at that moment, I look like a very very. And by day. the way, and you see, and it also, again. too,
3: Jerry, that point of your journey, you kind of plateaued, not plateaued, but like when you was, saw that and you felt yes. that, you went up to the next level after that. And also, yes. too, the biggest thing that you kicked back on, you were like okay with the sleeves, but you didn't want to. You fought me on tucking the shirt, and you're like, I don't think I'm ready for the tuck. I, I, I can't don't, Jerry, I, t- I'm I'm ready ready tuck. I would never do anything. To, I'm telling you right now, bro, you are ready for the tuck.
0: I mean, it's interesting because Connolly, he is a little bit like. He's like the E guy of this group. He really was like the, you know, on set, kind of like a point guard, on set actor, director. And uh, he did come in and and ultimately direct. How many episodes did you direct, Kevin? Two. Oh, he's so bitter about that, by the way. Did you hear that?
2: Or one and a half,
3: considering you stole my Yankee Stadium (laughs) scene. (laughs)
2: <laughs> hey, Kev, do you remember? Uh, I guess I was the SAG rep for a while. We, we, since yeah, I was, no, you know, was the, the senior rep. guy, I was the SAG rep for like the first you three or four episodes. Yet. Were you a senior then? No, but that, <laughs> no, I, I was the like, minute, I God, it, I God, God, God. the minute it Compared started to, to get really guys. sticky, yeah. you would go. You know, so, you know, I think you should step it yeah, in. Yeah, I think you should step in because you could do it a little better than me. I, I was calling you a meathead, and yeah. you know <laughs> I was like, why don't you let me take
3: over? Yeah, Kev, why don't you take the diplomacy with the producers? Yes,
0: this was a good group, and one of the things I call and you guys tell me if i'm wrong i mean even when we had cameos on people would stay on the set it was just a it was a fun place to be for the most part favorite line episode four
2: my favorite line what was it i'll go to mine you think about it right, but my favorite us.
0: line is honestly is is turtle's line like uh, um whatever exactly it is jerry if you don't remember but uh the squirrel line that's my favorite line of the episode i cracked uh,
1: that movie sucked
0: i saw it <laughs> earlier the mother squirrel dies in the end go <laughs> yeah. see head on <laughs> <laughs> i love that and i love the guy's reaction to that yo you kept going to see head on no nah, man we're going to see that talking squirrel thing
1: <laughs> fuck that movie i saw it this morning the mother squirrel dies in the end see head on yeah. yo good looking kid you like that right
2: <laughs> you know my favorite line was also jerry's yeah. It was. Yeah. uh if all one of my lines. And my line was, I don't remember what yours is, but mine was, she gave me the ride of my life. I just hung on to those lats and just... Met her at the Vitamin ball. She's booming, huh, Vince? She's got a pretty face. She gave me the ride of my life. I just hung on to those lats surrendered all control.
1: Do you know, if I was holding on to those lats, I think I was fucking a the of the
0: So that wraps up another episode of Victory, the podcast. I'm Doug Ellen at Mr. Doug Ellen.
2: And I'm Kevin Dillon a Kevin Dillon Official. And I want to thank Jerry Ferrara.
0: I mean, it really was amazing to see you because uh, we haven't Facetime in a while and it's been at least seven months since I've seen your face. So uh, it's great to see you and hope everybody's safe and congrats on the baby. And You're the best, bro. Brie. By we, the way... We love you, man. By the way, not for nothing, I found Jerry's wife, just so we're clear, okay? So Jerry's really?
2: wife... beautiful You set Brie. them up?
0: I did not set them up. I cast free, and she was awesome and um, she had a date with... Jeremy Piven Ari when he was separated from his wife and Jerry took it from there he can we'll get into that at another That's time right. but anyway wow. I guess I gotta
1: come back and do that episode we're gonna have to hear details
2: exactly <laughs> <laughs> alright Jerry get All that baby I to bed you guys keep doing your thing alright later bro thanks Jerry